This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue our adventures in Acts with The Gospel Comes to Corinth, Persecution in Corinth, Paul Returns to Antioch, Apollos, and Two Years in Ephesus. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. Holy God, holy and most gracious Father, have mercy and hear us. Our Father, Together they had equal. 
Reading from the Revelation to St. John, chapter 3. To the angel of the church in Sardis write, The words of him who has, seen, who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, I know your works. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Yet you have still a few names in Sardis, people who have not soiled their garments and they will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. O Lord, have mercy on us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The beginning of a new school year can leave one with a bit of an uneasy feeling, mixed up inside, maybe even a little discombobulated. How are we supposed to do this all over again, you may ask? Where am I supposed to be? When am I supposed to be there? What is actually going on here? Getting back in the groove of learning, of schedules, of places, and getting along with people again is not always an easy thing to do. The time off between college and now, or between summer Greek and now, or maybe that break after one's vicarage, maybe even many years out of college can leave you feeling a little uneasy. There's an all-new reality that one must come to grips with when starting the new school year. So it's time to hunker down and get to work. And the task at, at hand is an important one. It is a study toward the office of the holy ministry, or toward the office of deaconess service, or to church leadership, which is quite essential in what the church is and what it does. It is not that we are some sort of transcendent beings, that our churches are solely spiritual dwelling places. No, like our Lord, we also dwell incarnationally, 
as real, tangible people in a real, tangible world. A world that continues to look for a cure for what is ailing it, but it looks for that cure in all of the wrong places. For it continues to try to find that cure from inside itself, or inside of other people, or even inside of nature itself. And every time it looks at these other places, it always comes up short, painfully short, so short that it is left desiring more, with no idea where to look for it. St. John the Revelator, in recording our Lord's words to the angel of the church, sees himself in a very similar place, dealing with a very similar situation. Faith is perceivably dwindling and in some places trying to be all right snuffed out. The name of Jesus and those who follow after him being mocked and ridiculed. The pantheon of gods is now in this day filled with different gods than in John's day, the alphabet soup variety of ideologies and propaganda and people trying to live in this world as they see fit, to love themselves and find their needs fulfilled in themselves. But even today, Christians dying, being martyred for the faith day after day after day, for the persecution, the martyrdom is real. And while that persecution may not be here resting now at our own home, it is definitely laying in the doorway ready to pounce. And so this morning we see our Lord speaking specifically to the angel of the church of Sardis. Now, the city of Sardis is about 50 miles to the north and to the east of Ephesus. And in its day, it was a great, a great and powerful city. It was the capital city of the ancient kingdom of Lydia. And even when the Persians take over, the governor makes this city his seat. But since that the time the Roman Empire has taken over, it has only been a shell of its former glory. But don't tell the inhabitants of the city that. They still take pride and live in its glory days. And makes it, it makes sense then why the angel would come to them, would come to them and say to them, wake up, be watchful and be strengthened in the things that remain. While the glories have faded away, those living in this town remember the days as so much more, as so much more that they are resting, that they're relying in them. And in some ways, they have put their trust in those days as well. And so the word of our Lord comes to them to rest upon them, a word of the Lord that is this, repent. Remember when you have received and what you have heard. Keep it. Repent. 
and if this call to remember and to repent does not wake them up, then will Christ will come like a thief in the night, like the thief of Matthew 24 or 1 Thessalonians 5. Thieves break in because the guard is down, because there is a false sense of security. There is a false sense of safety. We tell our children, you can go to bed now. Everything is all right. There's nothing to be afraid of. Even our God comes like a thief in the night to steal you away from the devil himself. But when resting in themselves, the people of Sardis and all Christians are wrestling and resting in a lie. We are resting in a pipe dream. We are resting in a wonderful wonderland of falsehood in a figment of our own imaginations. Relying on our past, on what has been, will get, and on those who have come before us, will get us exactly where they have gone as well. Those who have gone before us to death. And this is not the death that we as Christians so long for. No, this is the cold, painful, pointless, meaningless, eternal death. Not the death in Christ that will only be but a sleep, but a death that is a total and eternal nightmare. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, When Christ speaks this morning, the words wake up. He is speaking to his whole church, to me and you also. And this is Jesus' own words for you. Wake up and stay awake. It is so easy in this world, in the comforts and the securities that we have, to be lulled into a sleep, to be lulled into a complacency, It's too easy to think that we are in this place with people and studying God's word, worshiping daily among like-minded believers, that we can begin to think that we are immune to all of this as well, to the world's problems as well. And it isn't until oftentimes that we are confronted with them in our lives and in the lives of our loved ones that we are then roused from our intoxicated sleep. Instead, hear God's word. Wake up now and stay awake. But do not just become awake. Be strengthened. Be strengthened in what the Lord gives to you through the waters of holy baptism, your faith. Your faith in Jesus The faith that Jesus lives in you will carry you through these gray and latter days. It will help keep and will be the only thing to keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Through all of the goods, through all of the bads that this world and the devil may throw at you. For faith does not come from our own works, but by him who loves you and has given you himself and his Holy Spirit. So you are not alone. You are not alone through all of this. You do not walk by yourself. For Christ is there with you through it all. And it is he 
who wakes you, he who strengthens you, he who remains with you all of your days. And it is he who will finally confess your name before his father and before the angels, that through him your name is written in the book of life. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.
Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And uphold me with the Spirit. My mouth is filled with your praise. And with your glory all the day. Every day I will bless you. And praise your name forever and ever. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is with me, bless his holy name. He redeems your life from the pit. And crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry come to you. Let us pray. Almighty God, your Son willingly endured the ag agony and shame of the cross for our redemption. Grant us courage to take up our cross daily and follow him wherever he leads. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, graciously receive the prayers of your church, that, being delivered from all adversity and error, it may serve you in safety and freedom and dwell in your peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, our dear Son, that you have kept me this time from all harm and danger. And I pray that you keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my dreams and life Bless the Lord. Thanks be God. The Lord bless us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.